Ashley Brock reading Dolores Fawson's book Gage, chapter 19. Lynette shouted for her father to stop, but she knew it wouldn't do any good. He fired at Gage anyway. It missed, thank God. The shot slammed into the wall next to Gage, but her father immediately ducked into the dark office, and he re-aimed and fired. She watched the whole nightmare unfold in slow motion as she tumbled to the floor, helpless to do anything to stop another bullet from slamming into Gage. And it did. The bullet tore through Gage's right arm. Lynette landed hard on her shoulder, out of harm's way, but not Gage. He was in the worst place possible, out in the open and in direct line of fire. Her father was ready to pull the trigger again, and she couldn't let that happen. Heaven knows how badly Gage was already hurt, and she couldn't risk another shot. She kicked out her father and barely made contact with his shin. It was just enough to distract him. He looked down. Her father aimed the gun at her. Gage made a feral sound, and despite his gunshot wound, he dived right at forward. They collided and went flying back deeper into the office. Lynette didn't know if her father had managed to hang on to his gun, but if he had, it was only a matter of time before he fired it again. She secured she scurried across the floor and retrieved the handgun that Dade had given her before they left the sheriff's office. She took aim, but couldn't shoot. The darkness was only part of the problem. Her father and Gage were in a fight for their lives. Their bodies tangled around each other, and it would be impossible to fire and not risk, in, risk hitting Gage. She saw Gage's fist slam against her father's face, but she also saw something else. They got in her father's hand. Her heart sank because his fingers were still on the trigger. She wanted to shout to Gage to be careful, but at this point, her warning would only be unnecessary distraction. Lynette tried to remind herself that he was trained federal agent. He'd no doubt been in situations like this, but he was hurt and unharmed. He needed her help. Lynette inched forward, waiting and looking for any chance to kick her father or even shoot. The chance didn't come. Ford angled the gun, fired again at again and Lynette watched in horror as the bullet slammed into Gage's chest. He flew back, gasping for air, maybe dying. He couldn't die. He just couldn't. The tears burned her eyes. The fear had her by the throat. But she forced herself to move. She didn't know how, because everything was on autopilot now. Ford lifted the gun, took aim at Gage again, but Lynette shouted, No! Her father looked at her just a split second, and she kicked at the gun. To her surprise, he stopped. Well, for just that second. And then he whipped out another gun from his pocket. He aimed one gun at her and one at Gage. She glanced at Gage. He was still gasping. And he ripped open his shirt so she could see the Kevlar vest, like the one she was wearing. The relief flooded through her. He wasn't dead. He hadn't been shot in the chest, but he was injured, and she had no idea how badly. She only knew she had to get him to the hospital. Hopefully there was already an ambulance on the way. But she seriously doubted that her father had planned to let Gage get the help he needed. Put down that gun, Ford ordered. No, and Lynette didn't hesitate. Her father made a sound of amusement. I killed the last woman who told me that. My mother? Though she already knew the answer. Your mother, he verified. Falling glances between Gage and her. Gage was doing the same while fighting for air and clenching his chest. He was also inching hand toward his gun that had fallen on the floor. You drowned her because she said no to you? Lynette asked. She didn't bother to tone down the hatred. She wanted her father's full attention on her so that Gage could get that gun. Of course. She was a tramp, you know. She refused to stop seeing her lover. He laughed to his hollow and cold. She, you should have seen her face when I told her that Sheriff Jeff McLaurin was dead. She fell apart, dropped down on her knees, sobbing. Killing her was easy after that. 
every detail turned her stomach and made her want to pull the trigger, but she couldn't risk that, not while her father still had that weapon aimed at Gage. From the corner of her eyes, she saw Gage ease his hand over the gun. That's what will happen to you when I kill Gage, Ford warned. You'll fall apart. You'll need the asylum after that. Lynette shook her head. I'm not letting you kill Gage. I didn't stand up to you ten years ago, but I'm doing it now. He laughed again. You can't shoot me. You're not a killer, Lynette. No, she wasn't, but she would do whatever was necessary to protect the man she loved. She waited until Gage had the gun in his hand before she asked her father a final question. You think you'll get away with murder again? She pushed. Of course. I'm a man of money and resources. With Gage dead and you committed to the asylum, there'll be no witnesses. No one to tell the story of what happened here tonight. She looked him straight in the eyes. Don't be so sure of that, Lynette paused. I have a tape recorder in my pocket, and I turned it on when I took out the handgun. Got your confession to two murders and the attempted murder of a federal agent. Because she was staring at him, she saw her father's eyes widen, heard the jolt of breath. He opened his mouth, probably to say she was lying. She wasn't, and her expression must have let him know that. Lynette heard the footsteps in the hall. Someone was running toward them. The Rylands, no doubt. They'd finally made it through the barricade on the fire escape. Soon this room will be filled with lawmen, and one of them will cuff you, read you your rights, and haul you off to jail. Gail, she kept her attention now to her father. I'll be there when you're convicted of murder, when you're disgraced and talked of every gossip in the state. Gage shook his head. Stay back, Lynette. She did, but she didn't stop staring at her father. And I'll also be there when they shove a needle in your arm. Her chin came up. I got you, you bastard. Ford moved so fast that even though she was turned in to his every move... Tuned into his every move, she still didn't see it coming. His hand flexed, ready to pull the trigger, but he didn't shoot at her or Gage. Senator to Ford Harrington, turned that gun on himself, and fired. End of chapter 19.